for listening to the ron and don show please hit subscribe hey you guys what's going on it's episode 314 now of the ron and don show and we're live from the les schwab studio what is up ron and don nation hey coming up on the ron and don show i know we're in the middle of covid at the same time i still see a lot of people out there traveling one of my friends did something really cool where she just traveled uh Close to the North Pole and went diving up there with a dry suit. I'm like, I didn't even know you could go diving up there with a dry suit close to the North Pole. Uh, but evidently, because of global warming, the water is warm so much, uh, you don't even need, need a dry suit. You just anymore. put on your bikini, jump in. <laughs> yeah. And, and, anyway, this is going to be the travel edition of the Ron and Don show. Ron is one of the, most, the best travelers I've ever traveled with, but I've never really asked him about the way that he processes this. Uh, I dated a girl one time, and she traveled all over the world, but she never like put together like a, a, an actual trip. Uh, she would let, let other companies do that, and then you, you just kind of go along, and they decide where you're going to eat, and where you're going to sleep, and where you're going to stay. And for me, I think I'm probably more wired to do it that way because I'm not as confident. So let's just do this. Let 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 as we're talking about traveling, and I've never asked you this before. Let's talk about air travel. How do we get the best deal when it comes to air travel? Let's talk about air travel uh, hacks, where you look, where you go, because Ron actually puts all his, and you take great pride in this, and so does Rachel Bell. You, 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 you put together your, your own trip. You don't hire someone to kind of take you around the world. First and foremost, talk about that a little bit. Why is it important for you to actually put together uh, the trip? Um, wow, this is all I'm gonna this is all gonna be off the top of my head. I didn't know we were gonna do this uh as a topic today. And actually while you're hearing this show, I'm hopefully in Italy yeah. uh right now. That's why I want to do it. Yeah. So um I think because nobody knows what you like better than you do. And so speaking of Rachel Bell, we actually talked about this uh in terms of restaurants where she's like, I don't like to go to Yelp or to Chow Hound because how do I know what that person likes? So someone could rant and rave and give something five stars and like I, that person could have totally different taste than me. So like you, you have to take all this stuff in stride. So for me, I know after doing many, many, many dozens of international trips, what, how I like to do it. And I, the way I started out doing my first couple trips, I just learned each time like, oh, don't do that again. And so until don't do what again. So, so that's what I want, though. That's what I want to lean into. So don't the, do what again. The first thing, and I'm kind of doing it this trip but and trying to rein it in a little bit, is packing too much into a trip, over planning a trip. Mm-hmm. And so I remember the first time I went to, to London, let's say, um, I just I overscheduled. And so you were moving too frequently, uh, too many destinations. Um, to do too many sites, like making too many reservations. And it, it, um, that can be aggravating because you, you know, if you feel like I was like, well, I don't want to miss anything. I want to see all the important stuff. And so I would go through and, and do research and write it all down. And I overscheduled. So I've, I've, 
I stopped doing that. So don't overschedule. Yeah, that's, that's under un, under schedule. Uh, it don't depends. schedule. The biggest thing is to some people just get a ticket, man. They just show up and they're like, let's go see what happens. Right. Well, let's back up a little bit because um, I'll ask you, you did your first international trip with me and I, I planned that trip. And I think it, it was a most of that trip. It's a great. And trip. I, I think it turned out to be a good trip. But um, what did you find was the biggest driver? Because I think this is this is the key. If you um, how you approach a trip, I think is the entire game. Yeah, that we went to Paris, we went to London. That wasn't the driver. The driver is Normandy. The driver is reading World War II books and and seeing all those things come to life. So th- so that was that was the driver for me. Uh, and it, I talk about that. I talk about that trip and standing on those beaches and uh, Dale Booth, who was our our guide. We, we've had a number of people from the Ron and Don Nation here talk about us on this podcast, and they've gone and they've done the same tour with Dale, who was a British paratrooper, and he stands on the beaches, and you learn, okay, this is where the, the Canadians who uh, fought for the British Commonwealth in the same uniforms as Great Britain. This is where they came ashore. Uh, this is where the Americans came ashore. These, bo- these boys full of fear uh, being shot from these Wiederstand, these machine gun nests. And, and, and freedom for them was forward. There was no turning around and going back because the Higgins boats that dropped them off were gone. So you either move forward into the machine gun fire or you sit out there and you're eaten by sharks or you're shot by a machine gun and then you're eaten by sharks. So did you so, have that lens on prior, like when we went to the Great Wheel and when we went to the castles in England or when we were at the Eiffel oh, Tower? Oh, I tell you, when I, when, I, when I got up and I was able to like exercise and go run around a castle and run around a moat, and do push-ups and burpees and all that. And the mo- it, that was an incredible thrill for me. An incredible thrill. Running through the hedgerows uh, in, when we went to Italy, I was, I was not in aware. France. Or France, yeah. I, I was unaware that the hedgerows were built in such a way because that's where the Vikings used to farm. And a lot of times when they would spread seed, the seed would blow away because the winds can be pretty incredible there. So they built these troughs. This farmland is like a big trough. So after that was explained to us by Dale and how the Sherman tanks, the American tanks, would get hung up in these hedgerows, but it was perfect for the Panzer, for the German tank, and how the Germans would use the hedgerows to take out the Sherman tanks. When, 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 when I would get up in the morning and I would go, f- go for that run, it just, I mean, history... Not only would history come alive, but everyone that I loved and cared about, and I, I've never told you this, I wanted them to be there. I want, like I, my grandfather, who, who had lived during that, that, that time, and we had talked a lot about World War II, I, I wanted him to be there. I wanted my son to be, it's it just, and, and I don't course. know if that's weird. No, but, that's but it, a good feeling. It, it was like, I wanted, I wanted them to, to experience this. With so, them, the, so. I'm, so my point on this is like, if you have a lens with which you're viewing this trip through, it's going to be more beneficial. So, so like, give, us instance, an ex- give us an example of the trip that you're, that you're currently on. Well, let me give this one example, and then I'll talk about this first one. Okay. So like, for instance, I've been in Mexico before where you'll meet someone that wants to get off the plane, get on the bus, go to the resort. It's all-inclusive. They never leave the resort until they get back on the bus and they go to the airport. Yeah. To me, that's not really going to Mexico. You, yeah. you technically were there, but you didn't experience Mexico. So that's my flavor. Now, other people, I've talked to someone who's like, hey, I just, I don't want to, I work really hard. I want to go there and not have to think about anything. It's a beautiful beach. 
Um, I, and that I have a family, so I know what it's going to cost me, and, and I have a lot of fun with that. And I just want a blue uh, right, bracelet. I, I want a blue, bla- blue bracelet, and I got 10 restaurants. So if that's your thing, yeah. then that's, you're having that experience. My goal in traveling is I want my mind to be open and I want to interface with cultures that I don't know about and people that I would have never met before. So I, that's foundational every single time. So like this trip to Italy that I'm taking is a gift to my brother. My brother had a landmark birthday. Um, I wanted to take him, uh, on this trip. And so it's, it's him, his wife and his daughter. I'm, I'm taking them to Italy and I'm, I'm trying to only, I plan just a couple of things um, and I'm going to let them lead the way on stuff that they're curious about. But uh, the joy of, for me in this is the same one with the trip that you just talked about is I enjoy watching people that I care about have their minds blown yeah. in a way. And this, one of the stories that I tell was this sort of tongue in cheek is the first time I got you and my brother uh, on the subway and, Paris because everything's in French obviously and you guys we didn't you knew where we were going somewhere and I was like get on this train get on the yellow train or go four stops and get off and both you and my brother were like well, what do you mean? It's like, <laughs> train's going to come up. It's going to have a yellow dot on it. Get on that train, go four stops, get off. Well, how do you know? Everything's in French. It's like just get on the train, go four stops and get off. Yeah. And so after we did that a couple of times you guys were like, oh, it started to click with you of like. It didn't click for me ever. I okay. was still very. It clicked for your brother. Your, bro, your, your, your it brother. It clicked a little bit. You, no, well, you no, trusted it, me, maybe. It, clicked for, it, it didn't click for me at all, which I'm okay with because I'm horrible with directions. And now I know if something's telling me to go right, just go left. But you, it's you, telling you, me to go left, go right. But That's after it. a couple of days, you, I could tell you. Don, get off at three stop, and you would just obey. I was and, just following your, your, your brother. Around. Yeah, I was just doing, so what, like, I was to- doing what I was told. <laughs> like when we would come out of a subway, because all the subways kind of look the same, and like there's the Arc de Trump, let's say, and you look at that like, oh, crap, like I'm here. Yeah. Like I've seen this picture, I've read about this in the book, and here I am. Yeah. Like watching those experiences for me is – is a lot of fun, yeah. but that, I mean that's a different style of trip than if I'm just going on my own. Right. Uh, let's talk about uh, booking flights and packing. We come back. Hey, you guys, what's going on? It's uh, Ron and Don here for Les Schwab. Yeah, we are live from the Les Schwab Studios. They've sponsored the show now for over a decade, and we are so appreciative of them. Now, don't forget they have 85 locations in Western Washington to serve you. And a lot of times, even if you bought tires from the other guy, let's say they have a flat and you pull in. They go ahead and they fix it and they send you on your way because they want you and your family as we head into the fall months. They want you guys to be happy, safe, and at some point, they hope you'll be lifetime customers. And don't forget it, Les Schwab. It's just not about tires and wheels. They do so much more, right, Ron? Yeah, they do steering, suspension, batteries, and brakes to add to the safety of your outings. Plus, maintaining those parts can help your tires last longer and your vehicle run better, improving your miles per gallon. Les Schwab is here for you. Just stop by and ask for your free pre-trip safety check, or you can schedule one online right now at lesschwab.com slash Ron and Don. That's Les Schwab. They've been doing the right thing since 1952. 
you can just tell that they uh, that they're just real genuine guys and and care about uh, who they work with and just feel like we you know we got we got some some more friends now. It truly is one of life's biggest transactions. If you're downsizing, upsizing, or right sizing, Ron and Don can help you buy, sell, or invest in real estate. It all starts with a Ron and Don sit down. Hi, I'm Oli. Hi, I'm Emmy. Hi, I'm John Greenland. I'm Lauren Greenland. Hi, my name is uh, Anthony Kroll. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Byron. And we sat down with, with Ron and Don. They were more prepared. They paid way more attention to detail, um, and then they just came in with a with a lot more knowledge, and were able to set those expectations up a lot better than um, some of the previous uh, realtors that we worked with. So, I mean, I was I was extremely pleased with uh, the the entire the, the sit down, the, the experience, and and the results. Of course, there was a friendship that developed, and a and a, and a trust. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say a trust, and then you know, we yeah. have, we love them. It's been a hell of a lot of fun, for one thing. I see them as as friends now. I feel like they've made me feel part of this community, and knowing that you know Dawn's just down the street is is comforting. <laughs> <laughs> we totally consider Ron and Dawn friends of ours now, and we do miss working with them. It was intense there for a little bit. But it's an experience that we'll always remember and have, and um, and now lifelong friends. It's the Ron and Don Nation. That's right. <laughs> Don't forget when you're ready to sit down and start your real estate journey. Schedule your time with the guys at RonandDonSitdown.com. When you're ready to sit down with the guys and talk about your real estate journey, just go to RonandDonSitdown.com. That's RonandDonSitdown.com. All right, you guys, welcome back to episode 314. As you just heard, we're licensed brokers at Windermere. If you need us, just go to RonandDonSitdown.com. That's RonandDonSitdown.com, and we'll do a virtual sit-down for you uh, today. Talk about traveling a little bit. Ron's on a trip right now as you listen to this. He's one of the coolest, best travelers I've ever seen. The thing that I love is his curiosity drives him. You see that, uh, and I saw that when we, when we traveled with him. Uh, and I agree with that. He likes people seeing, just getting their minds blown. I, going back to, to, to Normandy, uh, Dale Booth, who was, was our guide when we went to Normandy and we uh, studied D-Day, that 77-day war that went on with over five, almost 500,000 casualties. 500,000 casualties, that's incredible. Uh, anyway, at the end, he did something, Dale did something really interesting. He, he was with us all day, and we stood on these beaches and the Wiederstand. He explained everything to us and went through these museums and just you had a real sense of, of, of history and, and what happened and, and, and what everyone was facing. And not just the Nazis uh, or the Germans, but also the, Ameri- the Americans, the Canadians, uh, and, of course, the, uh, the rest of the Allies. The thing that I found really interesting, though, he knew when to just leave us alone. And at the end of our tour he just left us alone and he said i would just invite you to walk through this sacred place he took us to one of the 25 american cemeteries that are there and you see the grave markers some of these boys and they start doing the math they're supposed to be 18 but some of them were not some of them were 15 16 17 years old some of them from a place like Louisiana. And the only time they had ever left Louisiana is when they got on that plane uh, to head to Europe. And now here they are on foreign soil 
uh, and they give their life for you and me so that we could have uh, the freedoms that we have today. That, that is mind-blowing. That is mind-blowing. Here's the other thing, though, that was mind-blowing. Before he left, Ron's like, you got to buy this certain suitcase. And this su- certain suitcase is like a backpack. You're going to be able to put all kinds of cool stuff in it. Uh, you're not going to have to ever check it in. You'll always be able to have it with you. And when we're walking and we're hustling through cities and we're traveling, we're jumping on trains, you're just going to have this backpack. And damn it, you were right. I have to say, uh, my son has been doing some diving stuff and some other stuff and some so doing some camper stuff. He has now stolen the backpack from me that you told me to buy because it's perfection. Let's talk about the gear of traveling. What it, What is that backpack and, and how important is it to have the right gear? Because you want to make sure that you don't have to check your luggage, right? Yeah, this is the number one mistake I think people make when they travel internationally is buying a big suitcase with wheels on the back of it and carrying too much stuff. Um, it is hard to break because I'm I I can be that guy and you want it you start thinking about it, like oh I need a pair of three pairs of shoes and I gotta have a blazer and like so you start to you know what if I what if I want to go into a church I gotta have slacks and like you start packing all these things and uh, next thing you know then you go well, I'm gonna need a bigger suitcase I gotta get the wheels on it if if you will listen to me, if this is the only thing you take away from this show mm-hmm. uh, and you want to do an international trip that you will thank me a thousand times for this. I bought, there's probably other ones out there. I've seen some other ones that are good, but the, my favorite one, and I went through a dozen bags, probably. It's, <laughs> you did. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I have a leather satchel and I've got the ones with wheels and I've got every which way you could think of. I bought the Chrome C H R O M E. There, I don't know if they still have a store on First, but they might still with the pandemic. They had a store on First Avenue in Seattle. Chrome, their Chrome Traveler backpack. Um, it folds open. All the compartments have mesh on them, so you can zip them open. So you can you can open this in a train station. Nothing falls out. And then unzip the compartment you want and grab whatever you need. Zip it back up. It's got a laptop a laptop pack that's or a, a sleeve built in that's padded. It's got part like pockets everywhere, compartments everywhere. Yeah. It, it's just it's the best bag I've found. If you can't fit it in the bag, you don't take it. Oh, is that right? Okay. And so I have gone. I've traveled in the middle of winter, in the middle of summer, for two two weeks plus with just the stuff in this bag. I've been to Nicaragua, to Cuba, to Scandinavia, uh, to Portugal, and everywhere in between. Uh, Asia, I've been to China, I've been to Japan. And only take this backpack, and and you do not allow yourself to take anything that won't fit in the backpack. So, so talk talk a little you, bit. You have to be disciplined because when you're going on a, on a trip, it'll be like the week before the trip, and I come over. And you have all of these things that are spread out, and then there's the chrome bag. Yeah, you I, I you practice packing, yeah. like I'm serious. So like you you get all your stuff together, what you think you need, and then you lay it out. Like I lay it out on my counter, and I see if it fits, and it never fits on the first time, because and you admit this when you went over there, you thought you needed all this stuff, and at the end of the day, um, there's quite a few things that you didn't really you could have got by without them like Mm. you could have done your laundry one more time if you had to 
Yeah, I did do my laundry. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you don't. You, but so I was trying to do it in French. It took like three effing days to do my laundry. It was not easy. That was that was a, a setback, <laughs> and you, you lost it a little bit In the place where there. I did my laundry, there was a guy in there, and he was smoking. He was chain smoking, and he cut my hair. So I got my hair cut, I did my laundry, and I got to smell smoke from a so chain it, smoker. It, this sounds like trivial, like people are rolling their eyes. Walking on, along cobblestone streets with a suitcase with wheels on it, you're going to hate your life. Yeah. Put it in a backpack. Uh, buy this chrome bag. You can zip around. You don't have to check any baggage. You get right off the plane, right off the train. It fits in all the compartments. All right, quickly. Uh, what about uh, booking tickets? How do you do that? What, what's the best way to book tickets? I mean, I there's one thing I'll plug here. I should get a referral from these people. Uh, Scott's Cheap Flights. It's a membership website. It was, I think it's 40 bucks a year. It might be 50 bucks a year. Um, you sign up. You put in your airports. They notify you of the best airfares to cities around the world. Wow. And so I just saw a flight from Seattle to Costa Rica for $243, uh, November 1st through November 8th. 204, round trip. Wow. 243 bucks to Costa Rica. So uh, that's how I flew to Shanghai. I flew to Shanghai under $500, round trip. Wow. I've flown to Dublin, Ireland for under $400, I think, round trip. So I'm on that membership site. And then the other concept you should look into if you like to travel internationally, it's called Open Jaw. And so that's what I'm doing on this trip. I'm flying into Milan. I'm flying out of Rome. And so I did not book a round-trip airfare. I booked an Open Jaw airfare. Mm -hmm. So you go on, and there'll be in most, like, uh, most travel portals, look for it. It'll either say Open Jaw or Add a City. And so I book, it's basically, it's a round trip ticket in air quotes, but it doesn't go through the same airports. So you click, uh, I go Seattle to Milan, or actually it was Newark to Milan. And then I open jawed it and I put the date in. And then you open jaw and you go Rome to, to Newark as my return flight. And it still makes it as one transaction. So if you have a problem with your airfare or a problem with a connecting flight or whatever, it's all under the same transaction number. But you open jaw. So you could do that three times. You could go Newark to Milan and then go Rome to Madagascar if you wanted to, and then Madagascar back to Newark. However, you want to do it, open jaw uh, will change your life if you like to travel. All right, more on the other side. Hey, guys, we want to introduce you to a brand new sponsor here on the Ron and Don Show. He's part of the Ron and Don Nation. His name is Mitch Weeks. He's with Home Seed Loans. Go to his website. Mitch.loans. Ron, you went to Mitch. I just did this to get pre-approved. And Mitch, I went through the online portal. It was relatively painless. The big news, though, to us and here in the Ron and Don Nation, we've worked with you in HomeSeed. You have an amazing buyer's program now for people that listen to this show. We sure do, yeah. It's a members only for Ron and Don Nation, and you're going to be part of our buyer benefit program. So just by listening to this podcast, you're in. No hassle, no questions asked. Uh, this partnership means that listeners will save half a percent on the closing of your loan. That's an average of $3,000 saved when you switch to Mitch. To find out more, schedule a chat with me by going to Mitch.loans. That's Mitch.loans to find out how you can get pre-approved to buy a new home today, just like Ron. All right, so that half a percent, that applies to refinance or to a brand new loan. Go to Mitch.loans. It's not a .com. It's Mitch.loans. The Weeks team, NMLS 169-1573. 
Hi, this is Therese, the new buyer specialist for all of you in the Ronadon Nation. If you're going to win a house in such a competitive market, you better have a good strategist. And that's what I specialize in. When you're ready to sit down with us, go to ronandonsitdown.com. And now back to the show. Welcome back to the Ron and Don Show, you guys. We're talking to Ron a little bit about uh, traveling. This is a travel edition. In fact, he's traveling right now. We had to record this show earlier. In fact, this show was recorded May 18th, 1974. Sounds perfect. The reason we recorded it so early is so that he could could go on this trip. Uh, You said uh, before we get out of here that... uh, You had one more tip. This this took me a lot of years to figure out. and, And if you like to go to major cities, give this a try. Almost everybody has an iPhone or a smartphone. Um, in your, if you have an iPhone in your Maps section, the Maps app, the Apple Maps app, mm-hmm. you can go in and like take your travel book or whatever. If you're online, whatever you're, you're doing to look at things in that city. So let's say I, I did that. Let's go. I went to Tokyo. So I go to Tokyo and I bought a Tokyo book and so I'm reading the Tokyo book and I see, oh, there's this museum I want to go to. I immediately take out my Apple my phone open maps and i type the name of that thing in there and then you favorite it there's a little button that's like a star i think you hit favorite and so you do that for everything you see so there was a ramen shop i wanted to go to there's a museum i wanted to go to i went to the knife district i went to this soba noodle place so i just i had all this stuff in my phone in the favorites and so what i would do in the morning is do not try to cram too much stuff in. We talked about that in segment one. I'd open up my phone. I'm in Japan. I was like, what's the number one thing I want to do today? I want to go to that huge tower that's the highest point in Tokyo. So I set that. That's my, that's my number one priority for the day. So in the morning, I get up. I put that. I open it in my maps. And I say, take me there. So I go to the subway. Da, 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 and I go to site number one have a great time there, a couple hours. And so now I'm in a part of Tokyo that I have no idea where I am. Like I just knew I wanted to go to that thing. So now when I get done, I, most of the time I'd grab a cappuccino or some, you know, get something to eat or go to the bathroom, whatever. I open up maps again. And now I go through my favorites. It will tell me how far I am away from everything else on my list. Wow. So now I'm scrolling through and I was like, Oh, I'm like one kilometer away from the samurai graveyard. So then I just started, I hit go. And now I just walk the kilometer and now I'm at the samurai graveyard. So I keep doing that and then I delete it. And so now I go to the Imperial Palace is four kilometers away. If it's close enough to walk, I walk. If I need to rent a bicycle or a taxi, I do that. If there's a subway thing, I can get there and there's a bunch of apps that will help you navigate these things. And so by the time I get tired, uh, usually around dinner time, most of the time I've walked about 12 to 14, 15 miles that day. And I've checked off four or five things. Now, along the way, here's the beauty of this. Along the way, you're walking from the Samurai Graveyard to the Imperial Palace and something will catch your eye. And you'll go, huh, what is that thing? Then you walk over and it's like, this is interesting. And so now you're in uh, the knife district and you're like, I, I like Japanese knives. 
And so you walk around there and you end up. I've always loved Japanese knives. Dude, have you ever used a Japanese knife to try to cut yeah. food? They're no. amazing. Or whatever it is. Fashion, you're in a mall, you see a restaurant, no. you see a site, something happens and you're in that neighborhood. And so that to me like saved many trips where you just have one thing for the day. But at the end of that day, you come back and you're like, oh my God, I did 10 super interesting things. And I ran in. Like I ran into a couple one time from Vancouver, BC, and like we sort of hit hit off a little friendship. We had a, a meal while I was over there, and it's like I wouldn't have been open to that if I hadn't just sort of been wandering around. Yeah. So if you try that, that way you're not lugging around six Rick Steves books all day. Yeah. Uh, you just have the stuff in your phone. It's very easy to find. Um, and you don't have this huge agenda. You have one item, and then the rest of the day, you'll be surprised, will sort of fall into place. I always love Rick Steves, the Christmas one. Like, you feel it's Christmas when PBS starts playing that over and over and over and over. A lot of the stuff that Rick Steves does, I'm like, oh, what? I never want to do that trip. Do what trip? Some of the, the, the way he likes to travel is not the way I like to okay. travel. But I mean, he's, we'll if you there. like to travel, like with Rick. Ron's taking shots at Rick Steves. No, I like so Rick. It's we'll just, get, we're get just different. We'll get out of here. Are we still going to Spain? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys. Thanks for listening to the Rod and Dodd Show. We appreciate it. Episode 314 in the books. Uh, don't forget to like us. Give us five stars. And we really appreciate it when you guys write something great. Even if it's not true, it makes us feel better. And it helps just really buoy our self-esteem. Yeah. Hey, uh, keep your head up, shoulders back. God willing, Ron will be here next time. Uh, he's out traveling right now. So there's some of his travel tips. Don't forget if you need us. You can sit down with us anytime. Just go to ronandonsitdown.com. That's ronandonsitdown.com. Head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time. Olay! On the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back. And keep blowing that trumpet. And we'll see you next time. Only! 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 On the Ron and Don Radio Network.